you guys, and welcome to The Rachel Holloman Show, where taking control of your life has never been more satisfying, fun, and simple. We'll be discussing things that will help you take control of your life in all different areas, providing you helpful tips, tricks, and advice. In today's episode, John and I will be talking about preparing your finances for Christmas, so the hustle and bustle of the holidays won't surprise your wallet. So grab your coffee and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you guys have had a great past couple of weeks since I last spoke to you. Today I'm excited because we have John on the podcast again. I am back. Yes, you are. Been on a hiatus in the last two weeks. What's been going on with you guys? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm excited to have you back today. And this episode we're really excited to talk about because it has to do with our favorite holiday, Christmas. And what better time to talk about Christmas than right after Halloween, am I right? Literally the day after Halloween, we are recording this, guys. Wait, you say Halloween or Halloween? Halloween. I think I say Halloween. Halloween? Halloween? What do you guys say? Mm, let mm. us know in the comments. Apparently I say a lot of things weird, so it's not surprising if I say that strange. Anyways, before we get into what this podcast is about, let's go ahead and jump into the weird but true segment for today. It is, the tea bag was an accidental invention. In 1908, New York tea merchant Thomas Sullivan sent samples of tea leaves to some of his customers in small silken bags. Many of the recipients assumed that the bags were supposed to be used in the same way as the metal infusers. So they put the entire bag into the teapot rather than emptying out its contents. After such positive feedback from the happy accident, Sullivan designed intentional tea bags for commercial production. Pretty cool. And even cooler, he's actually my great great grandfather. And you're totally lying. (laughs) I guess this is the but true segment. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'm trying to get into tea. I'm I'm definitely a coffee drinker, but I'm I'm starting to like tea slowly. I don't think you've ever had tea before. Have you had tea? Yeah. You never drink drink tea all the time. Guys, there. Oh, you mean like hot tea? (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever had hot tea. We're not talking about sweet tea. Oh, but you cannot beat a glass of cold, iced, sweet southern tea. Mm. (laughs) Fun fact, guys. I hated sweet tea when I moved to North Carolina because in Pennsylvania, sweet tea is just not really a popular thing like it is here. So for years, I hated it. And then it's been the past couple of years that I actually started liking it. And I have to say... McDonald's, I think, personally, has the best sweet tea. Trash food, but good sweet tea. (laughs) True. Good in the moment, but bad for you. Horrible for you. Yeah, very bad for you. But let's go ahead and jump into what this podcast is about today. So we're talking about preparing your finances for Christmas. So the hustle and bustle of the holidays won't surprise your wallet. Yes, we don't like it when we surprise our wallets because guess what? It's not good for us. The wallet doesn't like surprises. No, it doesn't. So I just want to start off by saying it is super, super, super important to plan early for Christmas. Yes, definitely. I mean, we started planning. I think we actually got our 
pretty much most of our Christmas list done in what the beginning of October, if not the end of August or September. Yeah, I think it was like the end of August, beginning of September. We started. Was it that early? I wow. think it was. We really started planning out because you guys know I'm a planner, and when it comes to finances, John really likes to plan too. And um, we knew since we are paying off debt right now and we have other, you know, expenses that we're paying off and all of that, we wanted to plan ahead for this because we didn't want to be surprised when Christmas came around. So what did we do? We created a budget. Yes. A budget is essential. And because we did it early and we've been planning for it for a couple months now and we're starting to see it take shape now that it's November, we're ahead of the game. Um, we're not going to get caught in December in a frenzy because, oh, wow, we have this many people to buy for and we have all this to get and we didn't plan for the money. Where are we going to get this money from? We're going to have to put it on a credit card. No, we're not going to put that money on a credit card because we've planned for it and we're not going to owe anybody anything for the Christmas gifts we buy. That's all it takes is just putting a little thought into it. Exactly. And I know there are some people out there that literally on Christmas Eve go out and buy presents the night before. Shout out to my dad. He's been doing it for 25 years. I can't believe that. Like that would stress me out so much. First of all, everyone has, almost everyone has the same idea when you're going out. There's like nothing left and you're left feeling super stressed because what if you don't find anything? I don't know. Pops always came through in the clutch. I, I can't remember <laughs> one Christmas he didn't find me and my siblings something for Christmas and something we all loved. I'm sure my mom was putting stuff together behind the scenes way before that, but it's just who he was. Every Christmas Eve, he was he was gone getting gifts. I can't believe that. It I know his tradition. My mom always planned ahead, and she always had everything wrapped and ready to go the night before Christmas. And all she had to do, and my dad had to do, was just put everything underneath the tree. And that's how I want to do things because it would stress me out way too much. Plus, you end up spending more money if you don't plan ahead and budget for Christmas. Because since it's last minute, you're just going to find anything and everything that could possibly make whoever you're buying for happy. Yeah. So, we also want to talk about the budget. So, your budget for Christmas should be a zero-based budget. Meaning your income minus your total budget items equals zero. Correct. Super important. Yeah, because you don't want to be, you know, if you don't make it a zero-based budget, you're going to have money left over, non-allocated money, and then you're going to be like, well, what do I do with this? No, because that's what happens at the beginning of the month or even before the month starts when you make your budget. Um, every dollar has importance. Every dollar has a category it goes to. Um, so, you know, whether, say you, you might have 400 extra dollars in excess, um, when you look at your income based on what you need to buy, well, great. Then that $400 doesn't just sit there idle. It goes into a category of saving or whatever else, saving for a rainy day or a sinking fund, whatever the case may be. But even though you're not using it, it's going into a savings category. It has a job. It has a responsibility. So every dollar is accounted for. That's very, very important, and that's made such a difference for us, for sure. And just talking about that budget even more, let's think, let's talk about what your budget should include, because I think it's super important to be specific when it comes to this. Um, so your budget should include any decorations you want to buy for the house, 
last year was our first Christmas together, our first Merry Christmas together. So last year, our budget was pretty high because we had nothing, you know, we had no decorations. So we had to buy most of our decorations last year. Your budget should also include your Christmas tree, whether that's mm. fake or real. John and I are all about the real deal, the real Christmas Absolutely. tree. Absolutely. You got to have that real evergreen smell, guys. You got to. Yes, for sure. So, decorations, your Christmas tree, and a list of every a list of everyone you're getting presents for with dollar amounts next to each name. Mm. And yes, getting that specific is so important so you know where each dollar is going. I think that's so important to plan ahead and know, okay, I'm going to spend this much on this person, this much on this person, and this much on decorations, and this much on the tree, just so you're not surprised when you're going into the store. Because shopping can be very overwhelming sometimes especially if you have a lot of people you're buying for especially if you're shopping with your wife <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> especially if you go into target and you see all like the cutest decorations that are so expensive yeah you don't want any surprises so going in with a plan very important hey and if you're going to target don't forget about bullseye's playground the five dollars oh and under section. Hey, they got some gems over there sometimes. That's so true. I remember when we went into Target like a little while ago, one of the Target employees came up to me and she was asking me if I followed this Facebook page of moms who specifically shop in that section and they give you ideas of what you can do with these cheaper items that look expensive. And I thought it was so cool. So definitely don't forget about that section in Target because hey. That's awesome. But I think it's super important also to emphasize, guys, that Christmas doesn't mean you need to break the bank and go into debt. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, kind I kind of touched on a little bit earlier. Um, if you're not creating a budget and you go in shopping last minute, you don't really know what you're going to get. You come across something that's really going to make your loved one happy. But, oh, I don't have the cash on me because I didn't plan for this in my budget. So what am I going to do? Um... Well, here's a piece of plastic we call a credit card that will help me go into debt. Let's use that. No, wrong answer. Yeah. Um, you, you can't do that because you're, you're just taking steps backwards in your financial goals when you're doing that. Um, so just remember that when, when you're going into the Christmas season, um, you know, you can do something really nice for someone. Um, and that's really what people are looking for. They're looking for a way to feel loved. It doesn't have to mean... The thought of it. Yeah, the, you know, it, it, it really is the thought that counts. Um, they're not really looking for something to wow them with flash and and all this glitz and glamour. Um, mm -hmm. They're really looking to feel loved. I think everybody's really looking to feel loved at Christmas time. So, hey, you don't have to break the bank. Keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. And if it's going to help you to set aside cash and envelopes for these presents, for the decorations, for the tree, then do that so you know this is how much you have allocated for this certain thing. And that will hold you accountable so you don't go over and spend more also. So I think that would be great. Yeah, we've used the envelope system in the past when we went on vacations and mm -hmm. stuff. It really works. It, I mean, you have no choice but to be held accountable because, hey, once that cash is gone, you're done spending money. Exactly. And I think it's also important to remember the meaning behind Christmas and how Christmas does not mean presents. That's not the meaning of Christmas, right? So going into the Christmas season, really remembering that it's about Jesus 
and not about, oh, I need to go get my friend the most expensive whatever it is. Just really taking it back to the true meaning of Christmas and yeah. I'm going to drop one on y'all tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, if you really think about the story of Christmas when Jesus was born, yeah, we get the idea of giving gifts and receiving gifts from, you know, Jesus getting the gifts when he was born. But think about that. He was the only one that got gifts. No one else. Hmm. So maybe we've taken that and twisted it into a little selfish idea so everybody can get gifts or whatever. Um, but remember, it's not really all about that. It's about giving something to Jesus. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I love that, babe. Also, just going back to not having to break the bank, right? If you're currently paying off debt or don't have the means right now to put a large sum of money into Christmas, into that Christmas budget, we want to tell you today that that is okay, Like John was saying earlier, it's the thought that counts, really. Honestly, homemade things are so special to me. I think those Mm -hmm. are so special because I know that that certain person put in the time, put in the love to make that certain thing. And maybe they don't have a ton of money right now. Knowing that they set aside that time to make that for me is like a lot more meaningful than just going to a store and just like randomly picking something out thinking, oh, I just have to spend this much money on them because I think they'll like this. I just think the meaning behind maybe homemade gifts mean a lot more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, sentimental, special things hold a lot more value than something that just costed more. And I think that's important to remember this time of year. Yeah, for sure. And to get ideas, Pinterest, I mean, ladies, I'm sure you already know, you can find so many DIY projects on Pinterest for um, present ideas on there. And it's just, it's awesome. Hey, you could even do, you know, baking goods and putting it in a tin that costs you $2. I mean, and wrapping it up, putting a bow on it and say, hey, here's my gift to you. I just made you 100 pieces of fudge or um, chocolate covered pretzels, you know, whatever the case may be, Oreo balls, which... I love, and if anybody wants to send some my way, mm, please mm-hmm. do. Yes, please do. And honestly, who does not like dessert? Who does not like food? So that's a great present right there. <laughs> and a lot can go a long way for a little bit. Exactly. Now, guys, I want to talk about something that people have questions about, especially if they don't want to use a credit card when it comes down to Christmas time mm. and buying presents. Getting your spouse a gift getting your significant other a gift, and them not finding out what you got them. How do you do it? Now, this can be tricky, but there's a couple ways that you can go about buying your spouse a gift without them knowing. And one of those ways is buying a Visa gift card at the store for the amount that you want to spend on your spouse. That way, all they see in the transaction on your bank account is that there's a Visa gift card that was bought. And they will have no idea what you got them until they open it on Christmas. So I thought that was a really clever idea. So if you want to spend $50, $100 on your spouse, whatever the price amount may be, just go ahead, go to the store, get that Visa gift card for that much, and buy away. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one way to do it. I think it was last Christmas. um, I believe it was last Christmas. uh, My friend Caleb actually bought Rachel's AirPods for me, and all I did was just Apple paid him the money. So she was able to see through our account that some money came out, but she had no idea what was bought. 
because he used, you know, his card and all that. So that's another way you can do that is just, you know, have a friend buy something, just Apple Pay them, Venmo them back, whatever the case may be. And some of you might be asking, well, you know, we don't have to do that because we have separate bank accounts and we're married. Well, that's another issue we need to talk about because that's not right either. Um, when you get married, you become one. So that's one bank account, one everything. You know, you're one at that point. There's no, oh, I bought this. I'm not going to tell her about this. Or I went shopping. I'm not going to tell my husband. It doesn't really happen in marriage. Um, so definitely, if you guys have questions about that and want to talk to us about that some more, mm-hmm. yeah. we are always here to talk. Um, you know, if you want to leave a comment in the review section or hit us up on Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd be more than happy to talk to you about that and yeah. what our beliefs are on that. For sure. That's super important to us. And something that we implemented as soon as we got married, as soon as I changed my name over, we joined our bank accounts. And it's so much easier, guys. It's so much easier to have that open communication with your spouse about where your money's going. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were out to eat with a couple a while back and... Uh, <laughs> It come time to pay the bill, and he says, oh, are you going to pay it or am I going to pay it? And me and Rach just kind of looked at each other. We're like, what? Like, <laughs> they're married. What, what, what is this foolery? We don't understand. Yeah. yeah. So it like, kind of got in a little you know, tussle there for a minute about who was going to pay, and it just blew our minds because, like, guys, it's not that hard. It's, it doesn't matter who pays for it. It's both of your money. Exactly. It's not something you should ever fight over. Exactly. It, it's just very self-created problems when that happens exactly the money that i make at my job is his money the money that he makes at his job is my money is put into our bank account that's our money so much easier that way and like john said we would love to talk about that with you guys if you have any questions you can reach out to us on that the next idea that you can be thinking about for creating a budget and preparing for Christmas is to find deals. Now, this is so important because not a lot of us like to do research, okay? It's just not something that we enjoy doing. But when it comes down to finding deals, I think it's super important because come Christmas time, sales are going on, the best deals are going on. Now, I, I know I last Christmas, you were trying to find those AirPods for me. Again, right, I had no right. idea and I think you found you were going to different different stores. Yep. And you you want to tell them about that? Yeah, I was really looking at Best Buy, um, and they had you know their price. Now checked out Walmart and just a couple other places, uh, Verizon, different different places for different prices, and they were all coming up about the same. And my buddy Caleb called me. He was like, "Hey man, I'm at Target. Uh, they've got the AirPods here." And they're, you know, X amount of dollars. And that was actually like 20 or $30 cheaper than everywhere I had seen. So, you know, at that point, I was like, yeah, pull the trigger. Let's do it. Um, but just to say, like, you really got to look around because I thought I had looked a few places, but there was one place I didn't look. And, of course, that was the one that had the deal. So mm-hmm. keep your eyes open. Keep looking at different places. It might even require a whole day of shopping and going to you know, you might have one item you're trying to get and you go to six different stores looking for that item and just comparing prices. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of leads me to my last point of don't procrastinate when it comes to Christmas. Again, like I said at the start of the episode, there's a lot to plan for when it comes to Christmas. And 
Like I said, I don't like to be that person the day before Christmas trying to pack everything in, getting all my presents, all of that. No, don't procrastinate. When you're finding those deals, do you think you're gonna find the deals the day before Christmas? everything's going to be gone. So I think it's November now. It's actually November 1st when we're recording this. And this coming week, weekend, I'm going to start Christmas shopping with John. We're going to start Christmas shopping. We want to start to find those deals. And with how everything's going on, I don't know what Black Friday is going to look like this year. Cyber Monday is probably going to be packed with so many orders online, which means when is that going to come to my doorstep, you know? So I think it's important to be able to go out in the stores when you're able to try and find those deals online right now before things kind of get a little hectic. Yeah, and I mean, the good thing about Cyber Monday is you do have about three weeks after you order it for it to get here before Christmas time. So you'll still have a pretty good shot at getting that stuff um, delivered before Christmas gets here. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cyber Monday is probably going to be huge this year because I anticipate Black Friday not being that busy with COVID going on. And um, I mean, I've already heard stores aren't doing it and they're going to do online sales and stuff. So, hey, I mean, you never know. You might get the perfect gift on Cyber Monday. Um, there's always good deals on there. So more power to you. Hopefully you can find something good. Exactly. And also, if you're wanting to DIY, make a gift for people, that's something you don't want to procrastinate on either. So overall, don't procrastinate. Find those deals. Get started on your shopping. Get started on decorating. John and get and I, in the Christmas spirit, Get in the people. Christmas spirit. So I hope you guys found some encouragement um, from today's episode. I hope some of this these tips and um, our advice helped you out a little bit um, going into this Christmas season. And yeah, we're just super excited for Christmas. And next weekend, you best believe we are going to start decorating. The elves are going to be working, baby. The elves are going to be working and we're super excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> but until next week, I hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead of you. And if you haven't already, Go ahead and rate the podcast. Leave a review if you're feeling led to. And we hope you guys have a wonderful day. All right, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the episode today. Um, we are actually going to end this episode with our Raise the Bar segment. So buckle in and get ready for this one. So in 1994, December 24th, 1994, Santa and his reindeer stopped on this man's roof and there arose such a clatter and let me tell you Santa fell down this roof I mean he slipped big time like he his shoes were untied I don't know what happened but this man just fell down it was like a two-story house fell from the roof face down on the ground in the snow it was just a horrible tragedy and then the hero comes out the front door. Where Scott, is this going? Oh my. Scott Calvin comes out of his front door, puts on the Santa suit, <laughs> doesn't want the job at first. He doesn't want to be Santa, but he steps up to the plate. Oh my goodness. And he raises the bar and he delivers <laughs> every present to every little boy and girl on that Christmas Eve in 1994. And Scott Calvin is our Raise the Bar performer of this episode. So, hey, wow. 
if Santa ever falls off your roof, you put on that big red robe and those big red pants, and you put you go find you a white beard at Walmart, you put it on, <laughs> and you slide down every single chimney, and you make sure you deliver every little boy and girl their toy on Christmas Eve. Wow, that's great, babe. And if that doesn't give you motivation to raise the bar this week, <laughs> then I don't know what will. Go be a Scott Calvin, guys. Mike, drop. <laughs>